Hello and welcome everybody back to the Nudist Colony with the New Metal Discussion Podcast. This is a Hidden Tracks episode. I don't know what number it is. I don't care what number it is. Um, my name is Ross. <laughs> my name is Brent. And joining us today is listener of the show for some goddamn reason. Dave, <laughs> is it Bramley? I should have asked this before we started recording. No, you got it right. It's Bramley. Bramley. Okay. Okay. Got it in Perfect. one. Hell yeah. Dave, welcome to the show. It's been a long time coming. You've been a, a, a I want to say a long time listener, but the show's only existed for less than two years. But uh, that said, uh, it's a, a pleasure to finally meet you. A pleasure to have you on the show and welcome. Oh, thank you guys. This is, it'll be weird not having this as like part of my Friday routine now because I hate the sound of my own voice. So I'll probably skip listening to this <laughs> one. Um, uh-huh. But it's fun to be part of it right now. Sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. And and uh, you don't have a a podcast of your own at the moment, but you have guested on other podcasts. Is that right? Yeah, I technically I technically have a podcast. It's like I don't put anything on it anymore. Um, it was just my YouTube channel of like mashups that I converted to audio files. They're all like three minutes, and I think to, like, I couldn't technically upload them as music because it's other people's stuff. Uh, but oh. I put it up on like a podcast form just to have it, but I haven't put anything on it in like two years, but it exists and we can talk about that, uh, later or something. We'll, we'll give a plug to a, a podcast that, like I said, hasn't been updated in a very long time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, so like, like music mashups, like, uh, like, uh, what a girl talk and stuff like that, something like that. Essentially, I'm just taking pop acapella tracks, finding like, and a lot of it honestly was new metal based. It was, you know, Hell bands yeah. like Papa Roach and Limp Bizkit have written instrumental tracks for pop music. Uh, you can find a lot of songs to just kind of relay over the top of it, and it becomes something I, I don't know. If you take a lot of Adderall, you can you can kill a lot of time doing this in college. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Cool. I want to check that out for real. I love mashups. Like, uh, unironically, like, not even as a joke, like, I listen to mashups like they're just normal songs. I love mashups. Who doesn't love fucking mashups? There's a lot of good ones out there. There's just, there's too much content on the internet, I think. Is that fair to say? Like, there's too many people doing this at this point where every idea is, it's out there already. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if we have a new metal podcast, then yes, it's official. (laughs) There is just way too much shit on the internet, you know? And if I'm the guest, if I'm the guest spot, that's, that's a good indication. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And look, we're not even the only new metal podcast, which is the, uh, the whole thing, right? Like, uh, Roach Coach, uh, which I listen to from time to time is, uh, I think it's the longest running new metal podcast, or at least the longest one that I'm aware of, but they don't have Dave fucking Bramley, the damn dude Dave on the podcast, you know? I, I do love uh, Road Twitch. That was the first one I found, and I believe I, mm-hmm. I came into you guys. It, it must have been right around the start because I've been here since the beginning. It was either an Instagram post or a Reddit post of someone promoting all of the like current new metal podcasts, and I just yeah. gave all of them a follow, and I was shocked. Out of all of them, other than I put you in the same category as Road Coach, production-wise, it's really impressive. Um, oh, it sounds thank you. so good, and with the, especially with the music playing in the background, I'm sure that probably... Uh, gives you some trouble in terms of maybe trying to monetize or something, but it adds a lot to it. I think that's that's what drives uh, me to listen a lot. It sounds so good. Technically, the number one issue with us monetizing is us just being terrible at podcasting is the whole thing. So, <laughs> like, this factor. just, yeah, exactly. Sure. I've thought about this before of like, oh, should we try to find a way to put this on YouTube? And there's no fucking way. They're worse than Spotify with this shit. So, yeah. like, if you hear like, uh, seven consecutive seconds of like someone else's music is just yeah, you're no, they, out. They get you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I almost fear like seeking out any any like growing the podcast in any meaningful way because I feel like that will just end up killing it. <laughs> well, let me check the stats here. Oh, we're safe. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're safe. good. Don't we're worry good. about we're it. Yeah, here <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, guys, we want to talk to you about HelloFresh today. Um, from... Yeah. <laughs> No, oh, the seasoned podcast listener. Yeah. Is what yeah. Is. Um, what other podcasts do you listen to, Dave? Um, of course. I mean, the, all the new metal ones. I don't know. If, am I allowed to give those a shout out? Is that competition? Is that whatever pro- you want to do? Yeah. Oh no, not competition at all. <laughs> no. no. Uh, I'm sure. Obviously, Roach Coach is great. Um, Pod Cast I've been with since the beginning as well. Um, new Breed. I've been actually a guest spot on there once before just to talk about some like pop culture related things. It's also a, a music podcast. Other than that, it's a lot of like fantasy sports and pop culture related things. Um, I was uh, uh, really into a Woodstock 99 podcast for a long time. If you've ever checked that out. Uh, oh, wow. Podcast 99. Those guys also do a pop culture podcast. Uh, very cool. And I'm currently about 15 minutes and have lived my whole life about 15 minutes from where Woodstock 99 was. So that's Holy like a big shit. point of interest with me and I guess a lot of people that live here in terms of driving, especially like a new metal type of interest, you know? Well, much like the hockey, hockey jerseys behind you, we fumbled that ball. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Sports. Did it again. Uh, well, shit, if I would have known that, we definitely would have had you on for uh, for that Woodstock 99 episode, you know? I think I messaged but, uh, you in regard to that. I was like, hey, I'm from around here. I think that's how this got started, so I don't blame you for that. But I was also four when it happened. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah me too i'm young too yeah i'm really young that's too. us i think i was Just a don't. baby when it happened uh, yeah I, I believe i was zygote years old yeah when i think that you were occurred yeah that's right yeah and that was well, i know the podcast school, school, I guess. you guys don't look a day over 30 no oh, thank you shucks. thank you Thanks Thank you to the to the filters on zoom it's a lifetime to of, the of drug use and uh being lazy <laughs> Working, man, I'm That's the secret. <laughs> no, I don't really do do many drugs anymore. Uh, pot's legal. Just math. Mice. <laughs> yeah, just math, fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the point in my life. I had, to, I had like a cold this week, or might have been the flu at one point. But I'm like googling, like, can I take like Mucinex and Claritin together? Is that going to be like a speedball? Like, yeah. As an adult? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's fine, but now yeah. everything worries me. Uh. Yeah, I the, the thing I like about uh, Mucinex is that uh, Jason Manzukas, the uh, the improv comedian, voiced the uh, the booger there for a little while. I don't know if he still does, but uh, you know, shout out to Zooks. He's a comedy man now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the league. He was uh, a okay. Rafi. That's Rafi. Okay, I thought that was yeah. who that was. Yeah, Hell he's yeah. Uh, he's an extremely funny man. Too funny. He is, and he's he opinion. really plays that one character, whatever that is, very well. Like I don't know, the insane, normal, everyday guy. Yeah, oh, uh, I don't know how you uh, describe uh, his thing, but John Lajoie. Oh, also, yeah, oh, uh, the uh, regular. Oh, wait, you were guy. referencing? Were you referencing the song? No, I was referencing just the Jason Manzukis okay. character type wow. of like a guy that just exists in like businesses, but he's an insane person. Right, um, right, but right. I know the yeah. John Lajoie reference you are making too. Okay, yeah, I'm making connections all over the place. Hey, there's a song uh, uh, by the uh, John Lajoie has like a like a serious band. Um, it's called Wolfie's Not Fine, um, and they have a song that I'm completely blanking on right now, but it actually tells the story the first time that he saw uh, a, a horror movie. Uh, I think it was uh, Friday the 13th Part like 4, I believe it was, uh, but it's it's like a serious song about like him 
the first time he like saw a woman naked, you know, was in this horror movie and how he fell in love with her and how he's like watching her get <laughs> murdered and, and how it's just like stuff. It's serious. I know it doesn't sound serious, but trust me, uh, it's like an incredible, incredibly like emotional, serious song. Uh, but it's like him falling in love with this woman and then seeing her get murdered on screen and how it's so traumatizing for him. Uh, but uh, I, I, it's check it out. I, 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 will. I don't know I what the name is. Will. But. Put that in the show notes or something. Goodness. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, but he's a funny guy too, um, Jean Lajoie. No, check we him do out. Love him. Yeah. What so, was the name of the band? Uh, Wolfie's, Wolfie's not, not fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll we put it in the. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say we were like me and my my wife watched the league all the way through, and I think we made it like three seasons in before I told her I'm like, just out of curiosity, I'm like, do you recognize this guy? Like, well, do you remember? Like, and I sh- I brought, like brought up the show me your genitals video, and I think that like unlocked something. She's like, oh my god, that guy. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. guy. He does other stuff. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> It was. It's wild to see him because yeah, that's that's the first time I ever saw him was on those those you know show me your genitals and um, uh, the what, what's the the high one? I, uh, uh, who cares? Um, check <laughs> it. First, check the, out his some of the first YouTube videos ever, at least in my memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some of the first stuff I remember like going viral and getting big um, yep. uh, were John Lajoie videos. But go check him out on YouTube. He's fucking great. All his old videos still hold up, hundred percent. Uh, but uh, so 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 you're from are, are you originally from New York? Yeah, I've been in Utica my whole life, which is right outside of Aromas. Wow, that's crazy. So so is is there like a legend now about Woodstock '99? Like, do people still talk about it at all? Now a lot more because all of a sudden it's everybody's making a documentary. Um, right, I, the that Food makes Network's going to have one next fucking week. <laughs> um, so it's certainly getting the buzz now, and people are that are from here are, are certainly interested in it. Um, if you go to, especially more in Rome, if you go to like restaurants and things like that, people do have uh, memorabilia from it, like things that were taken from uh, the torn down site or like posters from it, all that stuff that was stolen made its way around. And there's enough, I wouldn't say there's not much of an exhibit, but you could go to some random pizza place and you're like, oh, there's piece, there's a piece of the wall or something like that. Like that's just kind of all over the place there. Oh, that's crazy. Actually, I just looked it up, and it looks like the Food Network is going to have a documentary on Woodstock 99. It's called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Durst. That's crazy. Comes on next month. Perfect. Well, they get Sounds a, good. Open your neck of the woods. I should re-drummond will probably be on that, so you can head over to where she is in Oklahoma. And uh-huh. I imagine she'll be. Yeah, she'll probably be the main uh, <laughs> Food Network host in charge of that one. Uh, Dave, you had mentioned your your lovely wife. You guys had just gotten married uh, not too long ago, right? July twenty eighth, I believe. That shouldn't be a thing I've said that way, but yes, um. <laughs> <laughs> it's too recent. Yeah. Is the issue, right? You know. Yeah. Um, you had uh, you and I had been texting back and forth, and you had uh, laid some knowledge on me about how you spent your the morning of your wedding. I think it was. Yes. Yeah, so um and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I spend ahead. most mornings um, anxious as shit, uh, but this one in particular was especially uh, nerve-wracking. And I, uh, mm-hmm. I had went up the night before our wedding, which was a Thursday evening, to spend the night in our hotel. Have to be uh, away from her so we could do like the traditional thing, and half because our wedding. Also, was... because like women, right? We, you get it, like yeah, 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 yeah. It's just the boys you're talking, you know. Yeah, And half because we had a three o'clock wedding, and I needed a place to get ready, so I had to check in the night before because that's sure. that's what this is. So mm-hmm. I, I'm like, yeah, you know what? 
I'll get some real good sleep, sleep in till 10, just like I normally do on the weekends. No, I'm up at like 7 o'clock, already thinking about it. Nothing to do until I have to be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm 9.30, I'm cracking a beer. And I get the update on my phone that there is a new uh, there is a new podcast episode. I believe Oops All Borland was the title. I'm like, well, this will <laughs> get the kill an hour. So I took probably the longest shower I've ever taken and just break <laughs> that the whole crank that one you cranked right. it wow okay <laughs> hell yeah uh, truly dude. an honor hell you know? yeah you guys have, you guys have a way with words um, <laughs> but you know it really got me uh not only did it distract me which thank you for that but it reminded me how good of a song lie by black light burns is that's like a song i hadn't thought about in probably 10 years but i was rocking to that all morning after that awesome mm-hmm. then i that listened to the one. other stuff and I, I decided to listen to lie again because it was a lot better but that's okay all, right. all you need is one hit <laughs> Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's awesome. That uh, I I I I love that you jerked it to our podcast. <laughs> Everyone should. I mean, you know? I do. <laughs> I, I figured. Um, no, it was it was a really nice distraction. It's part of my regular Friday routine. When when I hear when I hear the uh, well, I guess it's no longer the the low T or no T, whatever it is now. But uh, yeah, why do we miss that intro? Wow. Oh, Ross. Oh, boy. Like, he said he was going to not do it anymore, then he, like, brought it back briefly. I think he just forgot. Did you forget? Uh, 50-50. <laughs> it's bit like when a TV show, like, shortens their theme song in the in the later season. <laughs> yeah. like, that doesn't really give yeah. me the same thing it used to when I started the show. Like, well, maybe he'll make a comeback. Yeah, I try to be an influencer where I can. Hey. They, you know, <laughs> you may have absolutely. convinced me. My wife didn't like it, but, you know. Were you yeah, as a, women, 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 you know. yeah. Were you as, um, uh, did you want to kill yourself after your wedding? Like I did not, not because <laughs> <laughs> I Thank wanted God, to I kill you during uh, go, go elaborate before I answer this. Well, okay. So, so my wife and I, we, we decided to like plan everything ourselves. Um, we, we, we didn't rent out a venue. We, we did it uh, out at my parents' house. They live out in a lovely place out in the country. Uh, we thought, Hey, this will be easier, right? Like, uh, this we won't have to like mess with renting a venue and it, it's free and everything. Um, and then it turned it, it like snowballed into like oh we have to figure out every conceit like we didn't have a wedding planner or anything like that. So we did everything ourselves. Had to buy everything ourselves um, from the food to to tables and chairs and things I never in a million years would have ever needed thought I would have ever had to think about like table settings and shit. Um, and so so then you know we had to set everything up for the wedding and uh we tried to get we, we got married in october which we thought was like oh this will be a nice cool you know it'll be it'll be cooler <laughs> be in the fall right uh it was like 95 degrees that day mm-hmm. and it was outdoors and we you know we're setting everything we, we started like the day before spent the night out there set everything up and then the day of kept setting everything up and by the time the actual wedding hit i was like drenched in sweat I was so tired. We got through the wedding, and then, like, I was just like, I, I don't ever want to do this again. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mean, obviously, I didn't want to kill myself because of my wife. I love her. We were both in the same position of, like, we, we went on our honeymoon, and we literally slept straight for, like, the first two days. It was the most stressful thing. And everybody says it's your happiest day. No, I never want to relive that day. It was miserable. How about I, you guys? I get it. Um, we, I'll be honest. I've heard so many horror stories of people that had like, everyone tells you the same thing. Like you'll never have the most fun at your own wedding. And I had a really good time once like dinner was done. Like the final three hours when people stopped like bugging me for shit. 
Yes. Mind. Once it was um, over, it was good. Yeah, and that, that part was awesome, but to I, I get what you mean about kind of being drained because it was we get luckily had a um a venue that other than the photographer pretty much did everything for us. So oh, we that's got nice. lucked out. We also decided not to do uh, a bridal party because it like I would have had like nine dudes. Um and <laughs> That's a lot to manage, but it's also, like, expensive. It's a lot of things to have in the right place. So we kept it sort of small in regards to that. Now, I was going to say, if if you needed nine dudes, like, Slipknot's just a phone call That's away, brother. I'm... Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? They have their own suits, you know? They well, dress know they're themselves. already ready to go. They're already numbered, too, so you can very easily be like, okay, who's, where's number four? Like, that, yeah. They make yeah. that easy. Um, Do you hear a toilet flush? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was in the can get it yeah. hey, 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 you guys get it. Um, but yeah by the time I, uh, I'll, I'll tell one more little story about this by the time we got to our honeymoon it, it sounded like Ross because like we went to like a resort in Jamaica and we got all dressed up one night thinking like we're gonna like go to like the kind of like club they have here go out mm-hmm. and after dinner we went back and sat in bed at around like 9 30 like in our dress clothes and then three and a half hours later we both came to at the same time realizing we had passed out sitting upright like that's how just cooked we were after yeah. the week yeah. before mm-hmm. we, we didn't get to have any adult fun and i think we're past that point of our life now at almost 30 years old yeah of course yeah agreed it's right for that story. shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I, wow, this is a wild turn for a new metal podcast, but, uh, you know, wedding talk here with the boys, you know, ladies stay out of it. This ain't talk for you. Stay out of the kitchen. I'll make dinner later. It's going to be burned. Just deal with it. Ladies go watch your football. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. It is football time, right? Football shows on hope. It's not another rerun anyway. Uh, so my, uh, my wedding Ross, uh, was my best man for it. And, uh, let's see we did a similar thing like we we planned the whole thing we didn't have a wedding planner we had a a venue picked out (laughs) it's since been shut down so you know i did something (laughs) right you know uh and uh yeah it was just like a a lot of stress leading up to it we planned it maybe like uh 20 to 18 months ahead of time and we were just kind of like shoving money into it it wasn't like anything like terribly extravagant but you know it was a lot more money than uh, if you just went to a courthouse and said your I do is there and, sure. you know, yeah, post with the, uh, uh, the certificate, but, uh, it was fun to get everyone together. There was, uh, extended family members who were like, oh, and don't forget to invite your grand uncle Durrell to it. And it's like, no, Durrell can go fuck himself, you know? That's the worst and, part. And, uh, yeah, just having all these extra people and, and uh, be invited that you have no recollection of, you know? Yeah. Um, Everyone's got a great uncle Durrell. <laughs> great uncle Durrell, you know. Yeah, great uncle Durrell. He's just something's just a bit off with that guy, you know. Like it's just don't don't leave your kids with Uncle Durrell. I oh, guess shit. is what I'm trying to get at, you know. <laughs> this took a turn. Yeah, oh, it's it's not gonna be good. I'll just tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, Dave, I wanted to to ask you. Uh, you had mentioned that uh, you're you're almost thirty. Uh. So Ross and I are very ancient. Uh, we're, we're aged new metal fans, but uh, you're you're uh, quite a bit younger than us. How did you come to have a fondness for new metal? Where does that stem from? Um, so I guess two things. Um, I got into music at a young age, um, which was cool because like my parents encouraged and influenced that. Like they got me a drum set when I was like five. My dad let me play his guitar when I was a kid. Stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So when I would like, I would just like put on MTV and stuff like that as a kid, which I'm sure they didn't love, but I would just like to like listen to music um 
I fell in love with, I, I don't know what it was about it, but the first time I heard uh, Blue Monday by Origin, oh. I would have been maybe four okay. when that came out. That guitar was the coolest thing I had ever heard at the time. My, honestly, it's yeah. still in the top, like, ten. Um, but, like, yeah. my dad, who was really into a lot of, like, punk music and stuff like that, he loved New Order, The Cure, like, all the stuff that every new metal band is obligated to tell you they also liked. Um, right. So they, he loved the same stuff. So I think when it was stuff like that, or, like, my mom with Michael Jackson, who was a fan, like, when I was, like, playing Smooth Criminal, I think that was a way for both of them to be, like, oh, they, they kind of likes the stuff that, like, we liked in college. So I think they sort of encourage that. You know, uh, my uh, my grand uncle Durrell, he's a, a big fan of Michael Jackson's extracurricular activities. If you catch my drift, he doesn't care for his oh. music, but you know all this other stuff. Captain like, Durrell, shave that mustache, Captain dude. EO. Anyway, back to you. No, <laughs> so um, it was a mix of like I think them showing me this, uh, or encouraging me to like I don't know use Napster and get the stuff so they didn't have to pay for it. So a lot of it was like, <laughs> I was, that's cool. I was given music, which was cool. Um, but a lot of my influence came from uh, like the, I guess the C tier bands, like the stuff that was coming out in like 2003 was on all the video games I was buying, like the Madden oh, 2003, yeah. 2004 soundtracks with like, uh, like Adema and Alien Ant Farm and Soil mm. and Head PE and stuff like that was what was popular. So I didn't really like I knew those bands before I knew the big ones. Um, yeah, right. Growing up being in bands, I'll be I was never the the greatest guitar player, and a lot of us weren't the greatest musicians. So like when we'd be figuring out at like 13, 14 years old, like covers to do or what we'd want to play. Um, like a lot of the guitar aficionado stuff that I've since like I still like Rush and stuff like that, but I don't I don't listen to it the same way because I made. Maybe the same way people I think like connect with a podcast like yours is because it feels like you're just talking to like two friends. It's like a, it feels very in your own universe rather than like maybe a popular sports show with ads where it's like these are billionaires or famous people talking. I think that mm -hmm. same comparison can be made to like why new metal hit for me and for like some of my friends because all you have to do is put the guitar in the right tuning and you can figure out a Linkin Park song like without tabs. So a lot of that seemed yeah. approachable, like, oh, I can play the same stuff. So a lot of the stuff we covered was that because there weren't guitar solos and it was all pretty graspable. Mm -hmm. And other than, I mean, like the Jonathan Davises of the world, a lot of the, the vocals, I mean, there's so many bands that do kind of the clean boy kind of vocals. A lot of it was replicatable, which you could say is a, a diss to it, but I think it's the pop sensibility that kind of made itself hold up in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You, you have enough distortion. It's just be like, oh, I guess this is a corn song now. Yep. Like... Yeah, well, didn't start out that way, <laughs> you know. It was flock of seagulls, but you know what? <laughs> that was me. Got Green Day. Too much. Like Green Day. Green Day riffs were always so easy, and if you could play For like sure. power chords, you could like yeah, you, you could string four chords together. You could play a Green Day song. I learned the and, entire American Idiot album. I feel like on guitar when I was like nine or ten, and that felt like an accomplishment at the time. But looking right. back, like, come on, it's power chords, baby. Yep. That's. I mean, look, look. A little, a little secret for non musicians out there. You can probably pick up a guitar and within like three months be able to play like a good 80% of the songs that are on the radio. Not a joke, not an exaggeration. Especially if it's something like country or pop music. Uh, you learn a handful of chords and you can you can play songs all day. Uh, it's, it's actually really easy. And now if you start getting into like the more advanced stuff, um, it gets way harder. But like, you know... For 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 Babby's first uh, 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 guitar thing, man, go out there and learn some Green Day or Blink One Eighty Two or I I any any kind of like uh, like you were saying, like early two thousand. Exactly the bands to start with. 
metal and stuff like I say metal, new metal kind of stuff, because um, uh, a lot of stuff is in like drop D, so you only need one finger for that. Like it's really right. easy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's there, there's a big gap between <laughs> intro to guitar and then you know Steve Vai. You got you got a pretty big gap there. Yeah, and if you can't, a tip: uh, a guy made his entire career out of being like, I can't really play the bass. What if I like just kind of click it? Like, would that? What if that's our whole signature sound now? And Josh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, we can make a career out of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Fieldy. He's not well, in Queen anymore, player, right? apparently. Well, hey, I'm a bass player. Look. Okay. I, I, I was, was going to say, like, I imagine you're already better than Fieldy. Well, <laughs> it's not saying, it's not saying much. You're I can tune than the my best bass player in Corn. <laughs> well, hey, I can tune my bass. Um, so that puts me <laughs> leagues ahead of Fieldy. Uh, I, 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 I do kind of defend Fieldy's. Um, uh, like his uh, the sound that he produced, especially on those uh, the early albums, where I, I do think that rhythmically he fit in really well with um, uh, 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 the, the the drummer John, uh, John uh, whatever who cares uh, the drummer they had they had a really good like the back and guy? forth uh, yeah yeah, yeah. David about. Silvera David there we Silveria. go yeah um, they 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 had a real good like kind of rapport but uh, yeah like. <laughs> If you if you try to pick out notes in Fieldy's playing, good luck. It's mostly Fieldy is auxiliary percussion the same way like the Keg guys are. Like we gotta stop calling. Yeah, him. his bass is absolutely double tracked, and I'm not sure that it's by him. <laughs> I, I I made the same I made the same argument. I I genuinely think someone else is, is putting a bass line in there because there is a bass line, yeah. uh, but there's there's also these clacks. You can't do both at the same time, man. No, and I tried too. It doesn't work. I tried <laughs> like record. I have a five string bass. I tried doing that and it doesn't pick up the clicks. I'm like I don't know how he's doing this. I just like I think I tried to mic my strings and just was like hammering them. Still doesn't the, sound. I, so give him credit for that. He figured yeah, it out. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, style. It sound. looks like he is still part of Corn. He's just been on hiatus since 2021, but officially he is still officially. In the band. But uh, I'm on the Corn subreddit a lot, and oh, uh, from well, never, you're for the sure guy that's read. on there. I was wondering who that guy was. <laughs> that was me, Corn Daddy 69. It's <laughs> uh, but but uh, apparently from from the from what everybody says, like. He's pretty much out. Like there may be some like contractual stuff, but uh, he, I, I don't think he plays with him anymore. Um, so from from what everybody says, I don't know. I'm doing Donald Trump hands now. Uh, it sounds like he's out. Um, mm. They got the kid from a was it the Metallica. Was it Rob Trujillo's kid from Metallica? Yes. Yeah. Out? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I watched some videos of that. It's so fucking cute, it man. It was. Holy shit. That's much cool. better bass player too. <laughs> So 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 what would you say Dave is your and I hate this question but I feel like it's like one of those things do you have Four a favorite inches. Not, oh, sorry go ahead Oh yeah 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 oh. per, okay, holy what? shit That's 3 Damn. extra inches holy shit wow. okay. <laughs> Brent's getting mad Yeah uh do, do you have a favorite new metal band Yeah Slim Biscuit they're the goat All right good there good we go no good answer Had a boy good Had answer so you agree that it, it was worth spending close to a month's time focusing on Limp Biscuit? I was excited uh, about recently. it. Every time you're oh, like, great. we're extending this out, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, that's the last time we have to spend on, I don't know, like Mudvayne's fourth album down the road or something. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll uh, do you have any other uh, favorite new metal bands? Um, I mean, all the, I don't want to like, because like Deftone System, they're all great. But in terms of the ones I think mm -hmm. that don't get enough credit, um, a demo would probably be two. 
That first album, okay. I think, next to Chocolate Starfish, is probably my favorite album in the genre. It's That's wow. great to hear. It's I really so do good. love Edema. That first album, it fucking slaps. That it is sounds a... like you made Corn, but for the radio, and that like that does work. Yes. I don't think it works I after agree. that album super well, but... Yeah, yeah, they kind of go downhill real quick there. I feel like that's kind of a thing. There, there's several new metal bands that like they have this like one banger album and then it just drops off. I don't know if it's, it, it, that's because like the new metal genre was dying out, so everybody was kind of trying to find their own little niche. But it does seem like there was kind of like a precipitous drop off at a certain point uh, with a lot of these bands where they just sort of like gave up or just didn't know where to go. Maybe I don't know. Mudvayne's a good example. Like I love Mudvayne's first album, but Post that first album, everything I heard by them just sounded like a weaker attempt at the first album, and it didn't. The pressure didn't do anything gets on, I guess, is the only thing I could think of. Yeah, um, but that 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 first Adem album, I'm in love with. I finally got to see them in April after waiting my entire life. Those guys are old now. It was actually with Crazy Town <laughs> just two weeks before he did that thing. Yes. I saw that video. Holy shit! Wow. I got that a picture with that guy. And I got to talk to him, and that guy is out of his fucking mind. Wow. With Shifty Shellshock? Yeah, I met, I met him. He oh. was working his merch table, if you're wondering how things are going. Ouch. Okay. Wow. Did he offer you crack? <laughs> no, but I, I, don't, I don't think he had any he wanted to give out. And I don't no. want to say anything about it. He seemed like a nice guy, but what, I'll, show you, I, yeah. I'll show you the photo I took with him, and it'll explain more than I could tell you with words. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. But I, I would give credit to those guys, and then... Um, like even a trust company, I think deserves some credit. That first, the first two albums, I think are really, really good. Yeah, and, uh, I, I remember that okay. first one. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then some of the new stuff. I think uh, tw- the, the album that got me back into the genre was um, I don't know if it's Misanthropy or Misanthrope by the band Dead. Um, they sound like they put, you put Slipknot into a four-piece band. They've since stopped doing the new metal thing for the most part, but the first album, mm-hmm. uh, it's an all-timer and uh, dark. Complex had an album that came out around then too. I think it's 2016. Uh, they've since broken up. I think they were 20 when they put that album out, and that album, those two basically got me kind of back into this. Oh, cool! I gotta check that. I, I I'm not familiar with either one of them. I, I don't really keep up with. I, I don't listen to new metal except for this <laughs> podcast anymore. <laughs> I've added I maybe bad, but... 80 songs to my Spotify in the last three years. I just yeah. don't get to listen to as much, but those two albums, Dark Complex is basically what if you turned up the aggression on Linkin Park and then made it so that the singers, like, maybe maybe their parents weren't as supportive of them as the Linkin Park parents were. Like, the, it sounds like they're a bit more angry about it, but it's okay. basically the Linkin Park for, formula, and I think it kicks ass. Oh, I gotta check that out. That sounds good. I'll send it to you. It's Hell awesome. Yeah. What about, uh, what about you? Is, is Limp Biscuit everyone's favorite band here based on the amount of time we spent, or is there something I don't know? For me, it's well, you know. Here's here's the thing. I technically like Deftones more than Limp Biscuit um, because I feel like they're every album they've had. I, I am a fan of even even Gore. Sure, um, we're all good. I I, I just I, Deftones are one of my favorite. What bands about Results May Vary? Of all time. Well, see, there's 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 your black mark. I I love Limp Biscuit, but in a different. That's way. racist. Wow, that's racist. Well, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Why well, the mark got to be black? I can't be fr- I can't be racist. I'm friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> rules are rules, man. <laughs> oh shit! And I married, you got me there. I married a red. I was to buy a white yet again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, so anyway, but, but, anyway. but Deftones have always like I I, I just I, I just absolutely fuck it. Uh, for me, it's sort of like um, 
like if if I go to a really fancy like gastro pub and I get like a, a fancy mushroom uh, truffle burger, you know, that's twenty dollars or whatever, um, I, I enjoy that burger. But also, I like just going and eating a McDonald's burger, you know. And and I, I don't want to say that I like one over the other. I understand that one probably has like a more complex, rich flavor and is technically better, but I sometimes I want that McDonald's burger over that expensive burger. Um, and so for me, Limp Biscuit is that McDonald's burger and Deftones is that $20 burger. Like, I oh, like them for different reasons. Like, I, I, I can't say which one I like more. I'd probably have to give it to Deftones just because I, I, I've been such a massive fan of them for so long. But at, when I was younger, in my teenage years, um, I would say Def, or pfft, Limp Biscuit. Uh, we're probably right there. Deftones are probably right below that. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, for me, it's Limp Biscuit. How about you, Brent? Uh, my favorite band of all time is Slipknot, even though I feel like their last few albums fell off a little bit. For me, I understand other people like them. It's just, you know, uh, sure. taste of change. Uh, but that said, you know, Biscuit's an all timer for sure. Do you have I a McDonald's love... comparison you can make? <laughs> yes. Um, Please. Uh, let's see. Um, for Limp Biscuit. Uh, so if Limp, well, if Limp Biscuit is McDonald's, okay. then like, uh, Slipknot would be like, uh, Burger King, you know, okay. it's two things that I like. I prefer, uh, maybe McDonald's fries to any, you know, any fries at Burger King, but goddamn that impossible Whopper over at uh, Burger King. Oh, really? Just love it. Yeah. I gotta check that out. Oh, I, I do so like good. an impossible burger. It is possible to get one. Oh. That's that's where they went wrong with the marketing. You know, they yeah. make it sound like you can't get it, but you take yourself a big enough butterfly net, you can get anything at Burger King. Uh, do you like Shut it more than the, the than the regular one, or just if like you'd eat it if it appeared in front of you? Uh, yeah, I'm not a picky eater at all, but I, I guess uh, in in the for the sake of sparing some animal friends, you know. I'll will take impossible meat. I don't, I don't have any beef against. I don't have any meat. beef against impossible meat. You know. <laughs> Did it again. I don't get it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll I'll text it to you later. Okay. Um, as far as uh, new metal bands go, I also like uh, Lincoln Park a lot. Even though to me they're not really like they went beyond new metal, and I like their later stuff more. Um, so I, I just think of them as like an, uh, like their overall career instead of just new metal focused. But, uh, I also like spine shank a lot. I like, uh, crossbreed. Um, I'd listened to an episode of Roach coach where they talk about crossbreed. I was so excited just to hear other people talk about it because that first album synthetic division was so like iconic to me and such a, a foundation of like, uh, any like sample stuff I worked on when I was in bands. And then uh, they uh, didn't like it, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess it's just uh, an island of one for me here. Uh, that said, I still fucking like it, so, yeah. you know. That always bumps me out when I listen to something, and, and they don't, the hosts don't like a thing that I like. I get sad. Um, that's why I try not to shit on bands unless I just really hate them. Like, Godsmack. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I got nothing to defend there. <laughs> Except their politics, you know? Well, yeah, of, yeah course. of course. Yeah, <laughs> Man, fucking Uncle Durrell, yet again, huge Godsmack <laughs> fan, you know? Uh, that, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good transition as well. Dave, do you have any bands, new metal or otherwise, that you just absolutely hate? Oof. Um, that is a good question. I Every time I have to hear something by the killers, I'm usually not happy. 
I like despise it, but I put two songs on my Do Not playlist at the wedding, and Mr. Brightside was one of them. I was not here okay. that, uh, that day. Yeah. Ooh, um, Breaking Benjamin, probably. Wow. It just okay. sounds like, I don't Same. know, like kind of shitty Deftones or shitty Chevelle. Yeah. Or it's mm-hmm. just like so you. generic sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or like Shine Down. A lot of the stuff, and like I think that Ooh. kind of current modern rock thing is just not for me. I I can't agree. Speak to Shine Down uh, being bad because their lead singer's name is also Brent, sure and we're is. a very supportive community. So uh, I, I I won't wade into those waters, but um, I I do agree. There's a, a lot of those bands that are very samey sounding. Like I confuse a lot of them with like Trapped or whatever. Sure, Again, yeah. excellent politics with Trapped. Oh yeah. Um, you guys, I, you, know? you guys are the you guys are actually the so it's like lesbian, gay, Brent trans queer plus right lgbtq uh-huh. right okay okay yeah respect the flag we put the brown on there this time so yeah <laughs> that's what the guy from stain's been promoting i believe yeah <laughs> right yeah, exactly <laughs> he's on his, I, I guess it was wrong to her right? based on how he acts uh he was he's from florida right he's yeah from, he's from so. boston is he, is from he boston? Really? that's why it's funny i'm, oh I'm pretty sure God. stain and gosmeck are both boston fans Oh, yeah, wow. Godsmack for sure. I didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm Aaron Lewis. Out, I'm pretty sure though. I don't want to sound Holy stupid. Holy shit! Uh, I mean, look. Number one, you can't sound stupider than we do on a regular basis. And two, no one's gonna fucking listen to this. So, <laughs> you're <laughs> our one listener. You're not gonna listen to it. It don't matter, brother. He was born in Vermont, and then origin origin on Wikipedia says Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. interesting. Vermont. Deep north. Deep north. Holy shit. And he was giving uh, West Borland some uh, some guff at the airport. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. God, I wish West West slapped him. Yeah. Boom, so I damn. got a question for That's you That's what guys. we say to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go go for it. Um. So I know I brought up that, like, the, a lot of the video game soundtracks, probably from, like, 2002 to, like, 2004, were where I got so much of my music from. I know you guys were a bit older then were you guys like playing video games like in terms of finding like influence in music from them at all i <laughs> i was really poor um <laughs> i didn't mean so, to laugh it was more the delivery no 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 <laughs> um it, it was funny to me at the time too i had no money um so i didn't i didn't really play video games like i did in high school my, my video games were like i started with the uh with the nes then had the the Genesis Super Nintendo, then the Nintendo 64, and then I went to college. And then I I was just I, I would play video games at other people's houses that people that had money. Um, but like when I was in college, I had no money. Uh, and then once I graduated, it was right before the recession hit, and then I, I was just I had no money. Uh, and I was also in a band, and so I kind of like put all my focus on that and just kind of stopped playing video games for like uh, like a good like ten years. Um, but I, I did play and I do remember like a lot of like the need for speed, um, like, like those types of games uh, I don't want to call them poverty games, but like I've heard them referred to as such on the internet, like poverty games, I, not to be offensive. I was in poverty. That's very funny. Um, but, but I know a lot of those games had like, uh, like really strong, like you would have your, your alien ant farms, your edemas, um, stuff like that, that would, that would show up on those, um, I wish that I had where it was playing video games at that time because looking back on it, like uh seems like there was a lot of like shit that I would have like really especially vibed with at the time. Like that fight club game, I know it was terrible. Um, but I also know that you could play as Fred Durst in it. 
Um, and I just watched a video like this past week of a guy reviewing the Fight Club uh, video game. And uh, uh, I was like, man, I, I want to play that so fucking bad. It had music from like, um, uh, well, obviously like Dust Brothers. But then there was some other like surprising, uh, I want to say like Perfect Circle and like some other like new metal uh, bands got in there. And I was like, man, I was a huge Fight Club fan. Uh, I've seen it like 28 times. Um, there it is. We got there, folks. <laughs> oh, and, wow. Uh, but I would have loved... Mark it. your bingo card. <laughs> if I wasn't so poor, uh, I would have loved to have played a Fight Club game with Fred Durst in it because those are like two of my worlds colliding right there. <laughs> I did actually play a lot of games at Brent's house because Brent had money because he was stable. He had like a real job. Um, mm. uh, so I would go over to your house and play video games a lot. Interesting. I remember playing okay. like Sonic Adventure. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I one of, one of my early purchases uh, when I got an apartment, and moved into uh, the big city known as. Let me check my notes here. Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma, uh, was uh, buying a Dreamcast, uh, Sega Dreamcast, and uh, Sonic Adventure Two, and then going back Sonic Adventure One. But uh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Like, I'm not really a gamer, and not because I don't like it. It's because I feel like I would get too involved with it, and I don't have time for that because I have to do research for this show. I've got another podcast that I do, and then I've got like a bunch of like life shit that I have to do on a regular basis and i just as much as i want to play those like playstation spider-man games i will probably go to my grave without having done so i'll make sure of that (laughs) i get you the the time to like i i don't have the time for it either but it is fun to think back like i think that was almost the the perfect point in time where like everything was going right with video games you had like all like the soundtracks were incredible honestly that's half of why i played them but you could go mm-hmm. into like i miss the days of going into a video game store and there was unnecessary amounts of video games for everything like oh there's a rugrats yeah. one why uh, mm-hmm. there's a spongebob one and there's eight different like football sponsored games it's not just the madden one like there was there was so much stuff to choose from and so much of it was garbage that it was so yeah. much fun to just bring something home and find out why you don't like it right yeah mm-hmm. and this is yeah, before those- yeah. Like, like you had like like uh, I, I guess there were some like video game reviewers like online and stuff, but even in the early two thousands, like you probably didn't have much of a sense of like is this game gonna be shit or not. Nope. Uh, so you just had to, like especially when I was a kid, like buying like NES games, you were like you walk into Toys R Us and you're a dumb shit little kid, and you're like I don't know what is that thing. Let me buy it. I like that. Oh, it's LJN. What is LJN? Why does this? Why is this game hard? I must suck. No, because the game was fucking shit. Yeah. First world problems. <laughs> sure. You you won't ever go back and pick Bible stories ever again. That one ever that one's going to stay on the shelf. Um Did you know so, there was a there was a I'm sorry. Yeah. There there was a uh I don't know what the name of the game was, but it was made by like the same I think the same people that made the Bible Adventures games. Uh there was like a Doom clone, but you were Noah and you were going around like having to like uh wrangle oh, yeah, animals, animals with your art with your like staff or whatever but it was like mm-hmm. it was based on the doom engine and so you boot it up you're running around and you, <laughs> it looks like like old school doom but you're like shooting out like holy beams and stuff uh hilarious again that's all i had to say those, man gotta see that <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's amazing i got i know you had a question or had a question but i got one more question on this topic before that um mm-hmm. have y'all ever heard of the, the game amplitude by chance Amplitude. No. It was no, another one of those so. probably background games. I, it's made by the same people that made Guitar Hero. 
right before they put it was like two or three years before they put out the first one they had this game i think there's another one called frequency which predates it picture the guitar hero thing except um Mm -hmm. you're using the regular controller and instead of one track you get to like scroll across tracks like there's a drum one and a bass one and a guitar one and stuff like that and i had that i i had that game and i remember uh this, at the time, like, the scariest thing I'd ever seen. It was one of the harder levels. I see this picture of, like, nine dudes come up with masks <laughs> on. And uh, the song, head. still to this day, my, my favorite song by them, I Am Hated, is on that game. Oh, that's and, awesome. That's awesome. I think that's probably one of the more rappy ones they have, too, which is probably why I like it. But, mm-hmm. like, that was a song I kept, before I even would say I liked it, like, that's a song you kept on a CD so you could show your friend, like, you've got to hear, it, like, how heavy music can be type of thing. Like, that was the song for me. I used to own this game on PS2, Did right? You? So this kind of dove, dovetails into what I was going to say before, which is uh, around like uh, the the time period you were talking about, uh, like 2003. Uh, I I had a PS2 and I was playing like some games, but I was I was kind of figuring out like what type of stuff I like. So uh, I loved Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoonus. That was my shit, man. Like, you get to be a cartoon animal, count me in. That's all I need. Oh, it's got, like, fun little, like, uh, sneaking games inside of it? Hell yeah. The only thing I didn't like is the little, like, uh, driving game kind of set within it or whatever. But I owned that, and I owned Amplitude, and I bought it because it said that you could essentially, like, remix songs or whatever. So it would have, like, the, uh, the drum track you could, like, take out or the the bass or whatever so it was kind of like being able to remix songs as you're listening to them live right you could interact with them that way and i thought oh this is gonna be rad but i was terrible at this game i don't think i got past like the first song i was just like i i don't know what to do with this i loved it and uh speaking of which there's a new i i actually own it i don't have to look up the name but there's a newer game that's like this uh, that came out maybe two years ago. I have it on my PS4. I downloaded it. It's basically a DJ game where you have like a... Easy. Easy now. <laughs> um, <laughs> like they give you tracks and you have to kind of do things like interact with the audience in terms of like they're saying like, oh, play something 80s. And you have like in a catalog, like an 80s song you'll have to drop and like match the BPM and like do some scratching and stuff. It's really wild. It's very difficult, though. I kind of just do free yeah. play and then I got bored of it almost immediately. But it... The idea of it, much like you had said, sounded very fun. That yeah, cool. yeah, hell yeah, hell. I like that. That sounds cool. Um, let's see. Uh, what are other questions? What else? Uh, what else? I, uh, I got one. I got one. Do you have some? Okay. Uh, do you like Mountain Dew? Yeah, love it. <laughs> Absolutely. I uh, the Game of Fuels that came out in like 2010. It was. You remember like those competitions they used to have where you could like vote on them or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was the one where Whiteout won. I think that was like 2010. I think it was okay, Typhoon yes. Lost, and that was the best one. I kept cans of that in my closet for like six years past the expiration date. And <laughs> wow. They were so gross when I had them, but I had both. And I did not feel good after I did <laughs> I'm sure. I would not recommend did it. Like, it. W- did the color change over time? No, I mean, I. it was already like, like a really stark-looking red anyway. Um so the color didn't change, but like I took a sip, and it's almost like in, the, in a TV show, you you know, character takes a sip, and then the stomach gurgles, and you're like, oh no, oh, it was like uh-oh. that. But I'm like, let's have a little bit more just to be sure. Sure, yeah, uh, I saw. Can't be too careful, you know. No, I love Mountain Dew. 
there was a video of a guy that was made a couple weeks ago uh but he he <laughs> he bought a couple of old um i think they were like dr pepper or pepsi cans or something from phantom menace like uh oh. <laughs> like, and they were unopened and he drank them uh yeah he said he got a horrible stomach ache but he was fine otherwise mm-hmm. uh but seems like that's a job like for shoe nice years old like <laughs> disgusting <laughs> You know, uh, we are a new metal podcast, right? So Mountain Dew kind of gets lumped into that. It's like the new metal of the soda world. But there's one other one that I hope they bring back at some point, which is Pepsi Blue. Do you guys remember this? Oh, yeah. Remember Pepsi Blue? Oh, oh yeah. Came out. I feel like it was like circa 02, 03, somewhere in there. And they had like yeah. a, a new metal commercial. This oh, looks yeah. like a new metal drink. Was, was it like yeah. corn on it or something? Uh I, I I think maybe there were like two different ones. The the one I'm thinking of had just like a band that had like they were new metaled up. They had like Jinko jeans on and they had like the the blue okay. hair to match the the maybe that's the what I'm thinking. We of the damn people had an extra day on set. And like we can make use of it. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, this special is... effects. Sure, why not? I don't just say this because of the name being a system of a down singer, but Surge looks like the most new metal soda can I've ever seen. Oh. Uh, thank you for bringing this up because uh, Ross Papa uh, Roach rec- was in the Pepsi Blue advertisement. That makes Papa Roach was sense. okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, boy, they infested that. Mm. So uh, I I went to a Burger King last uh, this past weekend, as a matter of fact, and I walk inside. I, normally, I just like go pick up my like thing through the the drive through, but I my Spidey scenes. My spidey scenes? My spidey scenes. scenes was dangling. And so I, I went inside, and they had a Pepsi freestyle machine, and Ooh. advertised on the front of it was Surge. And I, like, my wife was walking with the me. Drink. And, the drink. Surge. <laughs> That's not what I was picturing. Yeah. <laughs> Surge from System of Down was there. He was advertising his Godzilla song that he did. Uh, but no, it, it was like there, like on the screen. I was like, oh my God, like I took a photo of it and I was like, we've got to do search for the podcast, right? Like they had four different versions of it. They had like regular, um, fucking unleaded diesel and then like whatever, uh, for <laughs> strawberry or whatever. But it's, it's like, you got to seize this opportunity when it presents itself, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I loved surge. I, I remember uh, uh, I was probably in you know, mid-teens or something like that. Uh, we had a family reunion. My, a lot of my family is from Kansas. They have a gigantic farm up there out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, whole family goes up there. It's a big German Catholic family. Uh, and I have uh, my brother and then my two cousins, and we're all kind of within the same like two or three-year age gap. Uh, we all went up there, and uh, we're like, oh, this is going to suck. Like, What are we going to do on the fucking field? We get to the house. It's an old farmhouse. We go down into the basement, and I don't know who bought it. I don't know where it came from, but we found a dozen 12-packs of Surge. And we were like, <laughs> here we fucking go. And for, like, all weekend, me and my, my three, my brother and my two other cousins, we slammed so much Surge. I am positive we had. I don't think we slept the entire It was like cocaine. We were. Yeah, it's like. Uh, double the amount of caffeine in a Mountain Dew, or uh, it's a lot. Right? It's something like that. Yeah, it's a lot of caffeine, especially I for mix like that one, teenage boys. <laughs> yeah, I mix that one up with Jolt Cola, which is Ooh. supposed to like the legend was like the playground legend was that like it's the most like legal amount of caffeine you can have in a soda <laughs> or whatever. But like 
that's probably not true. We have weird ties here to the guy that made uh, created that soda. Um, he's out of Rochester, New York, which is like about two hours west of me. Um, mm-hmm. And the fraternity that I was in in college, we have one other chapter, and it's up in like Potsdam, New York, um, which probably doesn't mean much to you. But he's in that, so that's like the thing that's always like on like you know our like alumni Facebook page is like jolt related news because like the guy who invented it is <laughs> like basically friends with people I sort of know. Uh, but Holy shit. that was the official drink of our band practice in like 2007. <laughs> Those, Fuck yeah. Uh, that Hell pop yeah. you'd get when you'd open one of those. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't beat it. A lot of yeah. caffeine. Your fucking pupils dilate as you're like twisting the cap <laughs> the very first time. Dude, of all, That's like, incredible. Of, like, I've drank a lot. I've done a lot of other shit. I don't think there's a, there's a substance to have too much of that's more scary than caffeine. <laughs> Not sure. Right, yeah. That's the one mm-hmm. where I felt like I was going to die the most. Yeah. Oh my god! Like when I had my accident like last summer, that was the thing I missed the most was caffeine. I just like Ooh. alcohol is like one thing, but like caffeine, just like ha- being forced to go go cold turkey for like such a long time. Uh, I was like the first time I like got to drink a soda or drink some coffee or whatever. I was just like, oh god, everything's all right with the world again. You is know? it medication related? Yeah, yeah, they didn't want me to to take that because of uh, my, uh, what do you call it, <laughs> bleeding brain from falling off yeah. children's playground equipment. Yeah, I, I, I remember there, that. You know? I remember that. <laughs> Who among us, uh, right? I mean, come on. I'm a real cool guy. I'm a real cool guy. Uh, Dave, you uh, you live in New York. Uh, what part of New York, like specifically, what's your address? Uh, go ahead and doctor yourself. No, is, is it like central New York? Uh, what 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 part? Yeah, we're almost right, like almost dead center in the middle of the state. Okay. Do you ever go upstate too often? Uh, define upstate. The uh, the X Men. I'm gonna ask if you've ever met the X Men. Okay, so you're so looking for like where the mansion is. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll be honest. Anybody, like, if you ask anybody in the city, they'd say I live in upstate New York. Um. So. It oh. Okay. You get much more north of here. I mean, Buffalo's like kind of. It's mostly just west, but I mean, if you go two hours north of here, you're basically out of the state already. So oh, I would okay. say right in the middle, but with the shape of New York, I mean, you kind of lose half of it on the you know on the left side there. Um, mm-hmm. But there's, I mean, you could look at a map. There, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on other than there's a lot of like vineyardy type places. I would say more up north, uh, but like mm-hmm. all the big cities, like the ones you might be familiar with, like a Syracuse or an Albany or a Rochester or a Buffalo, are almost exactly in line with where my city is. It's just east or west. Mm-hmm. I listen to a, a couple of podcasts that are based out of New York, and anytime they say, yeah, I drove to, like, uh, Philly, or I went to Connecticut, or whatever, and it all happened in one day, sounds fucking insane to me, because we're so sure. spread, yeah, because we're all spread out down here, and, like, even driving through Texas, like, my wife and I have friends that live in Houston, and it, it's gonna be, like, a full workday worth of driving just through Texas, it's fucking insane, and honestly should be illegal, but, um... I don't know how many saying yeah, that it matter, takes like a know. full twelve hours to drive across like the full width of Texas. I believe that. Yeah, if you go um, from where I live, I mean, if you go two maybe two hours east, you'll be at like the like the Massachusetts border. A little bit more north north is Vermont. You can get to the New Jersey border in probably four hours, or Pennsylvania is about two and a half. Um, and oh, I mean, you can get to Ohio in like seven hours. Maryland's about seven hours from here too. Uh, but my one of my buddies that went to my college, which is around the same areas here, uh, is from Fort Lauderdale, and he said that the majority of his drive was just getting out of Florida. Oh, wow. that, that's yeah. like why? Yeah, that's, I'm so used to the smaller states that when 
like I looked. I don't know how it would be. A, it would be a culture shock to me to live where you guys did for a little bit with how big it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Florida. It's, it's too America's much. Syphilitic penis. <laughs> is it as flat as it isn't like as it is in my head? Oh, Florida so, is incredibly flat. I meant unbelievably flat. Yeah, where where oh, we are. Where we are. Yeah. Oh. Actually, yeah, in Oklahoma. Uh, weirdly enough, most people assume Oklahoma is flat, and like uh, pretty much for like central Oklahoma, uh, going out west is really flat. Where we are is basically the foothills of the Osage Mountains. Uh, so uh, specifically, Tulsa is very, very hilly. Uh, we're actually colloquially called Green Country because we have so many lakes and rivers. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Smoking that zaza. Hey. Uh, but we have so many lakes. Oklahoma, bro. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it is it is like a literally like I think most people would not, especially if you're not anywhere from from here, would be shocked if I were to show you like what is ten minutes outside of my door, which is absolute fucking jungle mountain area. Um, it's uh, pretty 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 wild. I, I think a lot of people don't realize, but we are we are basically like. We're not subtropical. What's what's the other one? Subconiferous? Uh, 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 Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Scorpion. Sub-Zero. Luke Kang. Jolly Cage. Sonya Blade. Uh, robot Face. Was that Deathlock? <laughs> no. Kano. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. The answer's in there somewhere. You know, I'm not, yeah. When I like picture you guys recording, like, have you ever seen the movie Twister? Because it's just you guys like in a house in that movie. Like That is how oh, Oklahoma we were... looked to me in my head. You're not far off. Like that movie was, uh, was it like partially filmed in Oklahoma? Yeah, but it, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, but it was filmed out uh, out west, which is the yeah. the shit part of the state. The uh, the TV show Reservation Dogs is filmed here in Oklahoma, oh, yes. I'm familiar with that. and it, it's very like uh, uh, it's like the more um, rural parts of Oklahoma. But uh, here in the uh, the city, uh, you know, we've got like uh, what do you call them things? Uh, buildings. We got uh, some cows that have jobs, you know. I, I don't know. Uh, did I ever tell you, Brent? Um, so, so they filmed. I, I was watching Reservation Dogs, and I'm sitting there, and I see them. There's a bar, and I was like, "Wait a fucking second! It's a bar from Inola, the Ice House." Oh shit! And then later in the episode, they're driving down this back road, and I was like, "Hold on a second. and I pause it, and it is literally like three houses down from my parents' house where I grew up. Damn. Um, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, and so I live in Tulsa now, but we, uh, Brent and I actually grew up in, in, in Inola, which is about 20 minutes outside of Tulsa. Um, tiny, 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 tiny town. Shithole of a little town. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, if you, so if you want to, if you want to have a better idea of like what Eastern Oklahoma looks like, uh, check out reservation dogs. Um, and I think you might be shocked because it is like we are forests here. Uh, it's not fields. It's like thick, dense forests everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually a really beautiful place to live if the people weren't so fucking shitty and we didn't have such a terrible government. Um, Other but, than that. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, it's great. You should come visit Dave. It's great. Uh, you don't need to come here. This this is There's nothing You'll here. You'll have to do an episode in person <laughs> at some point. That's obviously the next logical step would be me to fly to the Midwest. No, absolutely. We'll go, we'll go there. I want to go there. What. No, I want to go there. Let's, let's meet in the middle. Let's meet in the middle. We'll go to northern Oklahoma <laughs> and <laughs> we'll record there. So are, hey, there, are, there meet, are there new metal bands out of Oklahoma? I would imagine no. Uh, but no, no, probably one big. not. Like, 
yeah like i played in one but you know you now i'm doing this so that tells you everything you need to know about that yeah. um yeah not really much of anything i guess like uh was chris Gaines uh new metal <laughs> yeah garth brooks <laughs> alter okay, ego i was gonna say yeah he kind of was yeah. compared to garth brooks he was absolutely new metal <laughs> he was the, new, the more new of the two he was like grindcore uh, compared to Garth Brooks. Speaking of new metal bands uh, that mm-hmm. one of you may have been in, uh, the ne- you said the next Hidden Tracks episode is going to be you guys going through your CDs, like one track at a time like you do the regular ones, but for your bands. Oh, boy. I'm just trying to make uh, Ross had, had mentioned something like that, but uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, how we'll do it eventually. That. We'll have I'd to get, we'll have to to get everything someday. gathered up because I don't have everything. Uh, uh, I've solved a lot of stuff on like CDs, so I'm going to have to find a CD player that I can. I'm a surprisingly very organized person. Don't uh, refer to the chaos behind me here, but uh, I, I have like all of that stuff on digital that I can send you, Ross. Oh, Oh, so you, you have you need it. my stuff and uh, all my stuff too, like Kingston Falls mm-hmm. and Pretty Cash? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay, yeah. well, fuck. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll sell it to you real cheap. Hell uh, yeah, dude. Okay. Hey, hey, hey Dave, will you settle a debate that Brent and I have been having? Is oh, New boy. England a Here state? I'm sorry, say that again? <laughs> what? Is New England a state? No. Okay, yeah. That's Brent said it's, it was. It's a state of mind. Brent said hey, it was a that state. That counts. I said, no, it's yeah. not. I said, that's stupid. I definitely didn't think that it was a state my whole life. <laughs> Brendan. That did get me really good when I heard that because I to- it's it's a totally reasonable thing to think, given that like one of the biggest sports dynasties of the past twenty years is quite literally named after it. Um, the New England Chowder. And then you explain what it is, and you're like, oh, it's like you know Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine, Rhode Island. You're like, oh, so it's like nine states. Yeah, but that's yeah. what confused me, and it, it yeah. and and because I've never I've never actually been up there. Um, it it, it kind of gets like a jumbled mess, like it is, it, no, that it little is. that little jet up there. I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is happening up there, man. Uh, it's the I, same thing. It's basically just a bunch of like port type cities with like lobster during the summer and like bachelor bachelorette parties. Oh yeah, we're going north. Say no more. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At some point, Ross. We're definitely going up mm-hmm. there. Hey, ladies, you want to be a new metal podcast? Also for the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw butter on everything. I don't care. I'm is lobster the most new metal fish? Ooh, or crust- this is that's an a excellent question. But you know what I mean? In that, in that world. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like there could be a new metal band made out of like sea life, right? Like, I, I feel like a, a, a blowfish is going to be in there. A moray eel. Moray eel. They're weird. Yeah. Obviously the star, <laughs> the starfish, but I feel like that's that's a little bit too gimme on that. Well, like everybody. Was that's a good. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, he could be in there. He could play the drums. Good. He's got five arms. Um, Wait, what? Was angler oh, fish? Oh yeah, the surge. I guess that they're kind of oh, more like yeah. black metal, though, right? They're like not new metal. I don't know. They have like that little light that hangs over the head. It's like one dreadlock with a light yeah, at the end true. of it, so that could work. Yeah, I like this. Um, let's see. What else? Like a, I, I feel like a crab is kind of like just the starting point, right? Sure. Like, I'm with you on the, that. One. The crab, the crab would be the corn of sea life. That feels right. And then you would have yeah. like, like a lobster would be the limp biscuit, right? You have yeah. the elf connection yeah. there, right. obviously. This is all. This all makes sense, you know. We need to get a We're flow chart, this. a pen and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot to un- there's a lot I think there's a lot to go off of here. We we're gonna edit work. all this out so we can use it for an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the most new metal animals. Uh-huh. 
Oh man, I'm gonna be thinking about this the rest of the episode. Not. A I joke. know, man. <laughs> now, now, if we're taking this to like uh, land, holy shit. Yeah, it opens up. I mean, I, I wouldn't oh even God. know where to begin. Definitely a platypus. Ferret. Obviously, platypus. Or, right? You got to go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're like a mixture of things. Hmm. I honestly, a platypus is the new metal of the animal kingdom. Right, because you've got a mixture of elements coming together yeah. to make something that's just so exquisite, and they're kind of goofy, wonderful. but they're also poisonous. Are they poisonous? Yeah, the males, their uh, their rear little uh, pinky toe ha- uh, can it can ven- uh, envenomate. I think is the word envenom. Oh, I love that. If it's not a word, though, venomize, venom, inject the venom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Morbius. So, Morbius like- is the most new metal animal. <laughs> So, like, uh, uh, a platypus has a coke nail? Is uh, that what it is? Yeah, but it, like, poisons you. So just well, yeah, it sounds bumps. like a coke nail. Yeah, exactly. Sick. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Cool. I, I got one thing here for you guys, too. If you got, I, got, I don't want to call it a little game, but a little activity. Oh, yeah. Play. No, no okay. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Unless, yeah, unless you've done time. this, in which case I'll come up with something else. I was going to ask y'all to build, basically to build your perfect, like, four to five piece new metal band. No repeating people. Have you done this? So uh, Ross has done this. I've uh, I feel like it's better to wait until like further new metal bands get unlocked. Okay, so you're treating it kind of like a progression of like the characters are still silhouettes at this point. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. Yes, but I I do have thoughts on this, and I I thought it would be great, especially with you, Dave, uh, to maybe get together on a later episode and do like a new metal. Uh, band fantasy draft or something like that, you know? We all go around, pick different players to assemble our band. Um, Ross has assembled his. Ross, uh, are, are you going to detail what yours would be? Oh. Because I would like to make a guess before you get into it. I have gone so far as to, like, who draws the cover art, who produces, uh, who mixes. I, I've got, like, a whole uh, oh, I got a credits whole thing. here. Um, mm-hmm. But let, let, let me let me wager a guess. Yeah. Uh, for yours, as it stands right now, this is without any type of draft. This is just what I'm guessing. This is what you have in your book okay. that you were just flipping through, right? So I'm guessing that your band is Limp Biscuit minus Fred Durst with Ch- with Chino Marino. Uh, Wes Borland does the cover art, and then Ross Robinson produces the album. I'm not sure about the mixer. Maybe Terry Date. Nope. On any of it? Uh, well, Wes is in there. I mean, oh, interesting. I tried to. Okay. I tried to do like, 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 not repeat, uh, like, like multiple members from a from from a band in the same. So, so okay. everybody is from a different band the whole way down. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. do you want me to? Do you want me to? Do you want me to do it, or do you want to save it? You might yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, we'll let's just do it. Yeah. We're already deep. Uh, for vocals, I've got uh, Lejean Witherspoon. Wow, or great choice. 1998 Chino. Okay. That, that, that's sort of like, I, I, I have a hard time going between, on some days I want Lejean, on some days I want 98 Chino. So it's, cause before Chino destroyed his voice, basically. Sure. Um, yeah. First guitar, West and, and because And because you're white, they both look the same to you anyway, so it's, exactly. they're really interchangeable. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that. Yeah, I guess they're made of one of white. <laughs> I guess I'm just an ally. I don't know. <laughs> uh, first guitar, Wes Borland. Second guitar, mm-hmm. uh, Darren Malankin. So I want I both of them. I cannot fathom those two working together. I can't. I feel like Wes with another guitarist is problematic. The, okay, 
it would be a clusterfuck. This is just dream. <laughs> this is like my dream. If they could, if they could all find a way to work together, um, because yeah. I think Wes has just such a good bassy, chunky sound, and I think Darren has like uh, such like a creative kind of like upper uh, upper fretboard um, uh, madness. But I feel like they, if they sat down and they could actually work together, they could create some like really, really Wes doing some really. Um, uh, uh, percussive, you know, guitar playing with Malakin kind of just doing more uh, like flourishes and such. Uh, I think it'd be fun. I don't think it would work, but I think it'd be fun. Uh, bass, Dirk Lance. I'll stand by that. I know he may be problematic. I don't know what he did. And my from Incubus, from the, the original bass is from Incubus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I was thinking like Uncle Dirk, whatever we called him earlier. Never, but that <laughs> Uncle Durl. Uncle Durl. Oh boy, don't get his name wrong. It's like, oh, is this really like it. a bit you're continuing in this? Okay. <laughs> it's almost spooky season. He will find you. Um, I did kind of want to put uh, Chad Gray in there. I thought about it, uh, but I wanted to save my slip not for something else. Um, Wait, Chad Gray. Uh, the ba- what? Uh, it's kind of Paul slipknot. Gray? It's just different. Well, Paul, wait, sorry, Paul, Gray, Paul Gray. I'm sorry. Yeah. Paul Gray. Jesus Chad Christ. Gray is from Mudvayne. Right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Uh, drums, drums, Abe Cunningham. Sure. Um, the man can, the man can fuck. Uh, DJ, uh, DJ Starscream. Perfect. Uh, AKA Sid Wilson. I'm on board. Uh, mm-hmm. The DJ for uh, Slipping Knot. Uh, or Joe Hahn was my kind of like runner up. Um, Guest appearances, I would like to see The Executioners, Max Cavalera, and I would like to see Denzel Curry in there. I really, really like <laughs> there you go, okay. Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington, <laughs> yeah. Um, the album cover art would be by Doug Mankey, and it would be a uh, sci-fi wow. death metal-inspired uh, cover. Um, production, Ross Doug Robinson. Mankey is the, uh, the artist. He does a lot of work with DC Comics. He did uh, Final Crisis. He did uh, the original Mass Comics with Dark Horse. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Also did, I was uh, figured you would have went yeah. with the guy that uh, I can't think of his name. The guy that he did a couple hockey jerseys. Is it Todd McFarland? Todd McFarland. Yeah. Yeah. I did consider that, but uh, on a personal level, I don't like Todd McFarland. So. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I don't know much about him, but hey, I, I will leave it out. Plus, I think Doug mm-hmm. Mankey is one of the most underrated um, comic book artists working. I feel like he doesn't get his due respect. I feel like his name should be included in like the 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 A-listers that are putting out monthly books. And I feel like he is criminally underrated. And I think that if he did like some big like a uh, Frank Frazetta like sci-fi fantasy like uh, metal looking cover, uh, that it would look really really fucking cool. Um, uh, let's see, production Ross Robinson, Dadoi. Um, mm-hmm. Recorded at Indigo Ranch uh, before it burned down. <laughs> uh, then uh, for band name, I, I have a couple different ones. I have Blood Nuggets. Um, <laughs> I think you got a one, brother. That was yeah. that's great. Hey, bro, don't fix it, dude. <laughs> the Orgasmic Prison Shank Project. Uh, the mm. Jesus Snake, and then a fight with sledgehammers. So none of them were uh, nearly as close as the first one. Blood nugget, man. Well, that's no. it. If, if you're not, man, if you're not flexing blood nugget, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. So that is my that is my uh, ideal new metal band right there. I love it. Hell, I love, yeah. by the way, Brent. The idea. I get the draft idea. Uh, me and my friends during COVID. When you know, what, you know how during COVID everyone had like a, a side project that they didn't keep up with after it. Like that was yeah. like a thing or a hobby. We uh, mm-hmm. basically started a blog like online that was just us posting about dumb shit and like doing dumb articles and we would do drafts like where we try to pick teams according to like cat like kind of like a fantasy draft and we essentially did one that was a uh 
like picking a wedding band, but you'd have to have you know guitar, bassist, drummer, um, and then we had like a I think we had like a flex position in there, which could be another. Mm-hmm. It could be a hype man. It could be a keg guy from Slipknot. Whatever you wanted it to be. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very familiar with I guess the concept, and for new metal, that would be super fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. You guys should yeah, come up I mean, with we... something, and then we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll do another uh, part two of this, and we'll uh, do do a draft. Well, I was going to ask, Dave, do you ha- do you have one ready to go? Um, I'm sorry, like in terms of, uh, as far as like a, a band, you had asked oh. us. I wondered if you if you had one. I had not for really yourself. thought about it too much, but I can I can piece something together while I talk it out. Wes is mm-hmm. on guitar. I think we got to start there. Mm-hmm. Um, which means if we're going by the rule of no repeating members, I th- that leaves everyone else out. Um, I don't want to just pick Abe again on the drums. I want to. F- I want to sound like I'm being creative about. I this. won't. Hey, I won't. I won't judge you if you do. It's hard it's to like, beat. But Abe I also Cunningham. feel like that's the right move. Or I, you know what? You know, I'll spice up a little. I'll go with the, is it Ray Luzier, the new corn drummer. Yeah, he's the guy pretty good. Whips ass. Yeah, he is mm-hmm. really good. Yeah, um, and he doesn't seem as problematic personality-wise as the 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 first guy they had, Dave. The Severia. Severia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we'll put we'll put Ray there. I need someone on. All right, so Sam works well with Wes because he can keep up with them. So we need someone that can keep up. So feel these out. <laughs> um, who is uh, other than the, yeah, the incubus guy would have been a good pick who's like the second most creative bass player uh ryan martini from mudvane that, that is a that is a good pick honestly i was gonna pick him or weird i somehow i believe it's ty zamora that's a weird a weird name i know i think that was the bass player for alien ant farm who i think is weirdly really good he was really good, yeah. I didn't know his name, but I do remember that them having a pretty pretty decent bass section. I'll guy. go with him because I think no one else is – you know, someone's got to give this guy some credit, and he could be listening, so shout out if he, if he is. All right, so we got Ty, we got, uh, we got Ray, we got Wes. On v- mm-hmm. vocals, I will go with – oh, man – I'll go. I'm gonna go with Stephen Richardson of Taproot because it's like okay. sort of okay. Lincoln Parkish, but it's not like we're not trying to show off about that we can do the Lincoln Park thing and we're kind of right. doing an Alice in Chains thing at the same time. Weirdly, mm-hmm. that um, works. And then for DJ, I want to I want to get the uh, someone from Crazy Town involved in this <laughs> the storytelling oh aspect. Uh, yeah. Um, so whoever that guy is is coming in. <laughs> DJ AM from uh, Iron Man Two, okay. uh, Rest in Power. Yes, yeah, he was. Oh, he's shit. fucking incredible I, on the I album. It was, but I didn't want to be wrong and mm-hmm. sound real stupid with such a big name. But okay, he was yeah. in the same mm-hmm. wreck that killed or almost, uh, Travis Barker was in, right? Was that the same? He was. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, it's town. crazy town. There it is. <laughs> Got there at the same time. Good job, boys. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was a solid, uh, solid band. Uh, do you have a name in mind? Blood Farts Taken, to... right, or whatever, or Blood Nugget. Blood Nugget. Blood Nugget is taken. Blood Fart, yes. I think yeah, was a Blood... Biscuit name. It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of the funniest things I've ever read in my entire life. Yeah, limp Trisket, <laughs> Limp something, mm-hmm. and Blood Fart. Blood... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm not gonna be creative. I, I can, I'm not gonna beat the one Ross had, so it doesn't fucking matter. Um. <laughs> We'll go, we'll go with the nudie boys. 
Hey, hey, all right. So when people ask why you named it that, you can be like, there's a podcast that uh, our manager Dave was on once. I think he's the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. No, you got to give a shout out. Uh, It's all about the plugs. Absolutely. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll throw mine together real quick. Um, so you can uh, just I, save the unlock like that. You can just go with the mm-hmm. bands you've done if you'd like to really save the the finale for later. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was trying to look back through our, our episodes just to remember what we've covered well, because my brain just erases um, everything. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. So Sully? I think for. Um, yeah, obviously, Sully. We'll get uh, Aaron Lewis together. We'll have a Kid Rock is in there as well. Um, let's see. Uh, is uh, let's see here. Who do I want? Who do I want? Um, real quick, while I'm looking at this, Dave, have there been any albums we've covered that have uh, surprised you? Uh, either way, uh, either been good or bad. In I guess not indifferent, but. Uh, um let's see not that i'm looking at a list of them or anything um to be honest most of other than fucking bolt upright whatever that is um (laughs) most of the albums i was really familiar with the one that i Mm -hmm. think got me thinking the most is i had despite sort of owning it i had never given candy ass the shot it might have deserved uh because i think when i was in probably Probably in kindergarten. I was like four or five years old. My dad bought me a copy of the Blue Monday single for Christmas. Knowing full well that I would just listen to the one song anyway, so what was the point? It was probably cheaper. Um, Yeah. So it had like, you know, the radio edit and all that stuff on it. But other than Stitches, I never super listened to that a lot. And I thought it was good, but I listen to the song Revival a lot now. Um, That's the one with Jonathan Davis, right? That song is so good, and it was because of... It's crazy good. I told Brent um, when I was texting him, like, yeah, like it's. I think of you guys every time I hear that song because I, I yes. don't think I really ever heard it before. Uh, that song goes so hard; it's so good. Yeah, even that's the my favorite song on the album. <laughs> I think it's mm-hmm. it's certainly in the top three. It has the least nostalgia for me. Yeah, uh, stitches so it's hard is to, it's hard to come in. It's hard to gauge that, but the I I went and listened to. The, have you heard the, the version they did at um, what you call Family Values tour, where Jonathan Davis like came out with them? No. Uh, but I'm no. gonna listen to it. Shit. Well, yeah, it's live and on YouTube. Like they, they brought obviously John. He came out and did the song with Orgy, who is I imagine had to have played before Corn that day. Hell yeah! Oh but yeah, it's really yeah, cool. that, that makes sense. Fuck yeah! Holy shit, that's incredible. Um, now back to me. Give me the attention. <laughs> uh, so playing by the rules of it being new metal, right? And it has to be a like. If, if we've covered it on the show, I guess it would technically count as new metal, right? So um, so I'm going to take, uh, instead of West Borland, I'm going to change it up a little bit. I agree with your takes, but just for the sake of diversity sure. here, I am the brown one. So I'm going to, for guitar, I'm going to use Carrie King from Slayer, okay? Ooh. He's my guitarist. Ooh. And then I'm going to pair him with Joey Jordison from Slipknot. Shit. And then uh, on bass, oh boy, who do I want for fucking bass? Um, geez, I really uh, uh, that's that's a tough one. Maybe it's just the two piece. Maybe it's just the <laughs> two of them, uh, you know, playing songs and uh, playing shows. Um, I I am going to add a DJ. I'm gonna add DJ Homicide from Sugar Ray. Hell yeah. Represent Chi Cheng. 
You know the pro oh G from Deftones. Yeah, there we the bass go. Bass players in this genre is they're all either heavy hitters or you don't know who they are. Like, do you know yeah. the stained or Godsmack bass player? No one does. No, because but not even they. If, <laughs> if I didn't have the full back tattoos, then no, obviously I would not. You know. Um, yes, Chi-Ching. Thank you, Ross. Yeah. Uh, thank you for teaching me that lesson. Um, let's see. What else? Just keep it moving. Here we go. Um, what else do I have? I need a, a vocalist. Who do I want for vocals? Who's going to fit that? Um... Mark McGrath. <laughs> you know what? If I, if I didn't already have uh, DJ Homicide in the group, Ooh, you know, okay. um, maybe. Uh, let's see. Who do I want? Who do I want? Is it Vanilla Ice? Probably <laughs> not. Is it? Uh, you know what? Just for the 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 chaos of it all, I'm gonna go with Wayne Static from Static Ooh. X. And I'm actually going to take out DJ Homicide. I'm gonna sub in DJ Lethal uh, from Limp Biscuit because I feel like there's some like electronic stuff that kind of fits in there somewhere. So that's gonna be my um my band and for the the band name what about drums uh that was joey from slipknot oh i'm sorry okay 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 yeah right, i so see you got a couple and, uh, people alive in your band yeah, <laughs> yeah jesus couple. christ yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just barely you know lethal's on his way <laughs> yeah, so, now, so, who's play so obviously you've got the guy from uh what's his uh the band coming in to play wayne statics part like dope um, oh, zero, yeah. Who's coming in mm -hmm. and pretending to be... What oh, What number was Joey? Is he also zero? No, he was one. Okay, well, he was one. Who's coming in and pretending to be one? So we got zero, one. one. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just going gonna, gonna, just gonna to be drum triggers. You know, we know what it is. <laughs> AI is taking over. So it's totally fine. Yeah, okay. might as well. well. Let's have a Joey Jordison hologram that's sometimes Tupac. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and Chi-Chang, yeah, too. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wow, I really one. did. It's just Carrie King up on stage <laughs> yeah. uh, with uh, DJ Lethal. Wow, all right, cool. Um, yeah, so that's my band. I, I think uh, for a band name, I, for a long time, I'm going to use this name. It's not as good as Ross's. What is, right? But uh, back in the day when Ross and I were were playing in a band, uh, I think I mentioned this on a, the previous episode, uh, the, the band Redline mm -hmm. uh, that was like misspelled. Two Ds and like line instead of l-i-n-e it was l-y-n-e yes, yep metal. absolutely hell yeah but um Ugh. as a as we were like pitching out names to like call ourselves one of my thoughts was calling ourselves drop tongue because it's like it's like drop d but worse and also it's like you can get a like a barbell through the tongue so it's like new metally on that like the, the image side oh, of it ball tongue. and then also uh i i came up with it because like whenever i would have a cold and i would go to sleep with a cough drop in my mouth i would wake up in the morning my tongue was all fuzzy and i thought it's like oh i have like drop tongue it's like hold on a second that happened to me two this days ago and i didn't know there was a you know how, like other cultures <laughs> like, words for things that you have like find out yeah. that now i know what that's called yes yeah, the most new metal thing to wake up with wow. drop tongue congratulations welcome to the tribe <laughs> hell yeah hey that was fun that was good you know no, that was spontaneous really perfect fuck yeah um, Ross, do you have any other questions for young Dave here? Um, it's my rap name. Uh, <laughs> young Dave, Y U N G. Despite what the hairline might suggest. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one I, I, I was, I was, I was 
debating on whether or not I was like, should I even ask this? But I was like, you know, if he's if he's if he's cool. He said four inches. <laughs> God damn. You don't have to rub it in. Uh, how do you feel about rub cum? <laughs> like as a as a beverage, as a substance, as a utility? As a seasoning. <laughs> um I mean, I think it's super necessary. Um, yeah. Good answer. Th- Good answer. It's it's ruined some of my favorite shirts in my teens. Um, <laughs> that's I don't love that part of it. We all, you know, you gotta. Everyone has like, oh, there. That's the you know the shirt. Uh-huh. Right. We all, have, we all had yeah. some version of that. It could be a robe. It could See, be a pair of shorts. But and the technical term for that is nut shirt. Okay, you got drop tongue. <laughs> you got nut shirt. That's right? a good band name. Like, not not even a joke. Not sure. <laughs> is that the episode title? <laughs> drop, it tongue, is. drop tongue and not sure. That's like the lazy bones of sleepyhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have, I have no yeah. real problem with. What about you guys? You have any issues with cum? A thumbs up over here, all the way. <laughs> you just can't get enough, you know? No. Brent, no, I mean, yeah, no, no notes. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it, 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 same thing that happens to all of us, right? You get a little bit too excited, you just get, you just watch it slowly leak out of you. There's no problems. <laughs> no, That's the, just the show. Just how maybe, I, roll, I've, you know? I finished with a softie during the show, which I didn't think was possible, but you can do it. One <laughs> <laughs> of the best tweets of all time, Nick Weiger. <laughs> just, I just came a pitiful amount of cum. <laughs> <laughs> Because that leaves so much up to interpretation. Is that a lot or a little? Or yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's all in your mind's eye. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the best stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, that was my last jo- uh, joke. That was my last, that was my last question. Um, Hell yeah. Does anybody else have any questions for anybody else? Yeah, I actually have one for uh, for you, Dave. Uh, so as a, a listener of the podcast, uh, number one, do you listen to the Hidden Track episodes? I know you're on one now, but like, do you do you typically listen to those, or is it just the the music ones? So I didn't at first. Like, I think I might have listened to the first one or two, but I know just based on some mm-hmm. of the topics, I didn't as much. But I'll be honest, I was just a lot busier at the time. Um, now mm-hmm. I make it a point too because I, aside from just today, like I feel like I know you guys a lot more. It feels like there's a lot of carryover. I feel like you put more mm-hmm. music into those, even if it's just like reviewing or talking about a couple little things. Um, and. Mm-hmm. You, I've gotten very comfortable with you guys as the background noise of what is doing dishes or pretending I'm working. <laughs> yeah. um, so mm-hmm. I, I certainly do now, yes. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, man. Um, no judgment either way. I should have said up front, but, you know, it was like kind of like, I was kind of judging. But um, I get more excited so, for the music ones, if you want me to be honest, but that's because... Oh, sure. sure, sure. You know, Those are a lot yeah. more work. <laughs> oh, oh, I yeah, bet. They, I they fucking really bet are. they are. Yeah. God damn. Holy shit. Um, so... Uh, I, w- I wanted to know from your perspective as a listener of this podcast, do you have any suggestions for the show on how we can make it better? Not that we will, but like <laughs> if if we were able to, uh, what suggestions might you have for the nudist colony? I mean, I could say little things like I think like doing some sort of a like a themed episode in in the way of the secret hidden tracks like you like you talked about like doing like a draft or something where you have some kind of mm-hmm. game or like a top 10 list or reviewing something that came out like you I think maybe there's some things like there to do but as a whole this is going to sound like the teacher's pet answer I think no I think the the reason that the people we have and I don't hopefully I'm not just talking about eight people to listen to this but I think it's the personal approach to this show 
that makes me feel like I've just been like friends with you guys the whole time. So like I I don't think there's much to change. Like I think the formula works for the people that enjoy this. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe for, for hidden tracks episodes, you could like I said like you could do a we're doing a top ten of this or that or do some thematic things. But it's your fucking show. Like do what makes you happy. That's what this is about. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we'll just stop doing it. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, everybody was great. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird. I know we like doing the show. We have fun. It's weird. Not not to get too behind the scenes, but it, it's it's really bizarre looking at like the 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 stats of our show. How there will be just the most random episodes that get an insane amount of listens, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then other ones where you think, oh, this one's going to be good because this is a big album. A lot of people are going to listen to this one, and then it mm-hmm. doesn't do well. And then some album that like wasn't that popular does like obscenely well. Yeah. I think I have your answer, and it's because, um, obviously, like, there's a real good chance that, like, Bolt Upright sent that episode to their family. (laughs) (laughs) So it might be things like that. It's like, someone's talking about us. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were talking about the West Consequences. (laughs) It's great. There's also so much me, and, like, believe me, no one wants to hear about the bigger bands more than me, but I'm there's probably some, I don't know, like, cold or spine shank or some fan out there that like mm-hmm. is regularly like scouring or like looking for news and it's like oh someone's talking about that like i'll tune in for that yeah that's me that's me like that's how i found roach coach back in the day i was like oh i wonder if there are new metal podcasts out there and i found that when i, I kind of scrubbed through there and they had the bigger ones on there but uh I, it was like some of the the smaller ones like like i said uh crossbreed and spine shank and, and bands like that that it was eager to uh hear people i guess talk shit about them i, I thought it's just you know it's just part of my dna it doesn't doesn't feel good but Same. um no that's what you're mean yeah <laughs> uh so ross i have you ever listened to roach coach are you are you aware of this podcast yeah yeah no i've listened to uh uh not not a ton but i've listened to you know, several episodes that i'll skip around with stuff that i'm more interested in than, mm-hmm. than some of the other ones but uh, yeah I've, I've definitely listened to them they're good so let me let me put this to the the table here, and for our listeners who are unaware of Roach Coach, it's like I said, another new metal podcast. Don't stop listening to this one to go listen to that one. You can listen to both; it's fine. Yeah. But look, we we need the listens, honestly. We We're, we we need those. But uh, Roach Coach, uh, they don't have a timeline like we do that everyone loves. And Ross coined, uh, they <laughs> are building the new metal canon, and they they listen to an album and they decide if that album goes in the canon of new metal, right? And the very first thing they did, the very first album they reviewed is Korn's self-titled album. And Ross, that album did not make the new metal canon. They d- they have allowed the song Blind into the canon, but like the first Korn album has not been allowed. And uh, to this very day, they they stick by that, so... There's that. That'll keep you up tonight. I don't like Hot that at take. all. I think that album's super important. It, it may be the most important yeah. album. I don't think it's that good. As an, I think I think <laughs> right. it's blind and shoots and ladders and like da- mm-hmm. daddy's kind of funny, obviously, but um, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Love it. But like, I, I'm never gonna put that on over like follow the leader or most yeah. of those uh, middling ones. But I feel like you have. Mm-hmm. To, it's like you have to include that, right? Like, mm-hmm. if nothing else, just to make people not email you. Like, yeah. be disingenuous. <laughs> yeah. Like, go against your beliefs if it stops people bringing it up. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, yeah. it'd be like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, go through the the, the essential Marvel, mo- the essential MCU movies. Uh, Iron Man one, nah, toss it. <laughs> we're starting at <laughs> or, Iron Man or two. It'd be, 
It'd be like if there was a podcast about chain restaurants and they never, I don't know, reviewed McDonald's or something like that. Not until they get Trump. Shout out to Doughboys. You know? <laughs> yeah. Have you listened to, 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 to the yeah. Doughboys, Dave? I've listened to some of them, yeah. I, I, okay. I don't. I want, it was either one of the Taco Bell ones or a Wingstop one they did within the last year. There was a reason for it. It might have been a guest spot, but I've listened to it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their show's great. Uh, just as good as ours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I give this more, I give this show more airtime at oh. my house. Well, hey, we Take appreciate it. Thanks, Has, let me ask you this. This is, this is potentially a, a damning question, but that's okay. We're in the damning well, right? So... Has your wife heard any part of our podcast? No. Um, okay, good. Mo- I mean, there's a chance. I'll be honest. I have my headphones in most of the day while I'm working, and that mm. takes a brief break when I, like, will jump in the shower. If I'll, I'll throw something on if I'm still listening to it, but that would kind of be mm-hmm. it. She's not a big fan of – she's a real big fan of music in the car, which is fine. I like the podcast oh, yeah. time by myself. It's like my own private little jerk kind of area. You know, <laughs> jerk session. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good, good but, man. Don't, don't subject your wife to podcasts. Don't be, don't be <laughs> like she me. knows the better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, again, this is just for the boys, the you know. The boys. The boys. Hell yeah! That's right. Out here talking about them weddings, you know. Yeah, exactly. Just Build guys new metal bands. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, uh, Dave! Do you have any other, uh, any further questions on your end? Oh, hundreds. Not to you guys, but just in general. All sorts of okay. I'm trying to figure it every day. But for now, no, well, I, not not in particular. You know what? This sounds like to me we need to have you back is what this is. So Absolutely. Uh, yep. uh, you know, we're, we're just going to keep this uh, invitation extended. Uh, we'd love to have you back. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for making time for us. I know you're an hour ahead in uh, New York City, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> get the rope. Uh, Uh, but again we appreciate you taking the time coming on the podcast thank you for listening as well and uh, thank you for being cool as shit because yeah you you fit with us very well we would have hung out in high school i mean you would have been like a decade plus younger than us but you still would have been like the coolest person in our friend group and probably kicked (laughs) our asses Um, alpha the shit out of us you would have nutted on our shirts uh (laughs) it would have been like a (laughs) It would have been a whole like I, this child comes over and thing. jerks off. I fucking hate him. <laughs> yeah. He has money. He's I not poor like me. He comes over, he jacks I, off on it. He doesn't. I don't even have shirts. This guy has shirts. He comes over, and jacks <laughs> off on mine instead. I tried to move. My house is on wheels. What am I supposed to do? You know, fucking weird. Oh no! Th- um, thank you guys for having me. It's yeah, been, it's been so much fun. I'm sorry to anybody who loves because like I think there's you have to respect a lot of podcasts like that i get why people don't like when they have guest spots like i listen to bill burr every week if i see he has a guest mm-hmm. on i don't want to listen to it i want to hear him and i want to hear you guys so i'm sure there's someone that's mm-hmm. not thrilled about this um although i will say like <laughs> i've loved when you had i don't remember the, the name but the people from the horror podcast because I, I, yeah, I listen to you table. guys on their show too mm-hmm. and i did like that so I, it's not a one mm-hmm. size fits all but for whoever hates this i apologize no look again no one listens to this uh, you're the only person who does yeah. so any hate is coming from your end of this equation right now so you know just keep that in mind but uh yeah like i i understand what you're saying there are podcasts uh, like doughboys where i'm like i kind of just want to hear the boys yeah. like argue about their friendship for a little while uh without guests on but uh even still this is like a, a fun way to to make friends across the united states you know and and even canada if you want to count that as reality but uh, yeah, here we are, uh, three best friends, always and forever, 
um, talking about weddings, surge, and you know, new metal bands. What more is there to life? You know, it's incredible. That's it. Just the boys. Just the boys hanging out. You know. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm I'm tapped out. David sounds like you are too. So, uh, Ross, aka the, the manager for the Blood Nuggets, you want to go ahead and uh, take it on home? Perhaps it's fate that today is the Fourth of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom, not from tyranny, oppression, or prosecution, but from <laughs> annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist, and we should win this day. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as a day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we get fucked. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Welcome Bye. to Earth. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, bye. Gosh, I can stop recording now, right?